0: Don't call it a combback I'll have hair for years. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, up, Grab girl? my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. Let's Before go. I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave. Back. I'm talking. Live from the Finley
1: Toyota ESPN Las Vegas
0: studios. Uh, and we've got uh, Mike Mayock saying bubble butt uh, three different times. This is the press box. Like when they're deciding to draft a player, is that what they talk about? Well, like Gruden's like, oh, he's yes. a football player. And Mayock's like, no, no,
1: this guy's got a bubble yeah. butt. Or the best thing in the world for them would be to have both. <laughs> with Grady and Bischoff. Like, you're not only a football player, but you have a bubble butt, and you don't pull your groin. I mean, if you can get that trifecta, then you've got something. On SPN Las Vegas. The bubble butt, who knows what position he played, and um, and don't pull your groin. If they could have that, they could. I mean, they could win the division if you have a bunch of those guys. Bunch of bubble butt football players. Yes, from Clemson. Bubble butts all over the place. Raiders in two weeks open in training camp. There'll be some bubble oh butts God. out there. Two weeks? Uh, well, the 27th, what, what's the date today? Is it less yeah, than two weeks? exactly two weeks. Is it, it is exactly Jeez, two weeks six. that the Raiders open up uh, with the bubble butt. I just want to watch the Olympics, not some crappy <laughs> bubble <butts>? practice football. <laughs> Man,
2: that's gonna, it's going to be really hard for Aaron Rodgers to get in shape in two weeks. Yeah. The good part, it's going to be really cool
1: out there. You know, <laughs> It'll be 115, 117, so that'll be good. Bubble butts in heat, I don't know how they'll do. It's tough. It's uh, tough to have a bubble butt being tweeted. Very sweaty. Very sweaty. you got to power through when you got the bubble butt. Uh, Don't have to wear a belt. Well, there's no beginning to a show like this,
2: so might as well go on with Jared. (laughs) The First Bite. Is Marc-Andre Fleury getting traded to Chicago?
1: Oh, can you imagine Malcolm Subin right now? Like, I just got rid of that guy. I finally had my chance. I've got my, this is me. It's all my, it's my net. And then here he comes again. Subin's Uh, coming back. Oh, he would come back and he would yeah, come back on the not? trade? Why not? Well, you'd get Logan. I mean, how many goalies can you have? Well, Logan, Subban can be number three. <laughs> they, if they have three goalies next year, they might add up to $12 million and they'd have the same problem as they did this year. like, how can you have $3 million, uh, $12 million wrapped up in three goalies? I don't think Subban and Logan Thompson
0: <laughs> combined make $7 million. So It'd be great if they did. I think they'll survive. I mean, listen, you mentioned Subban. <laughs> I don't know if we'd consider this getting a chance because he only started 14 games for Chicago last year, but he had 900 save percentage and was minus 3.6 and goal saved above average. Like, it's not like he was very good last season. Now, again, that's only 14 games, but his entire career, he's a 901 save percentage and minus 16 and a half saved above average. Like, I, I think the idea of Subban will be a great goalie in the NHL,
1: we're, we're kind of losing that. He's, he's, he's 28. Yeah, but... You got to have more shootouts. That's what if it, he's yes. like the best goal in the history of the world in shootouts. That's why I think I think that's actually why teams keep them like uh, Jimmy. It's a shootout. If they were on.
0: willing to put him in. Oh, just what they for did. the shootout. It would actually be. Then hilarious, absolutely. So. Yeah, Which it'd be great. I you're going to have to tell me a good argument as to why he shouldn't
1: go in just for the shootout. If he's your backup goalie. We wanted that when he was here. And like, why wouldn't you? If you're tied, if if he was still here in DeBoer, and it's tied in the third period, I would literally tell Subban get on the exercise bike and get warm. And Subban with his skates would be on a bike and the back in the uh, dressing room. It'd be great. The only argument against it when he was here was
0: that Flurry is actually a very good shootout goalie. Yeah, he's well. good too. Not but, as Subban's been like small sample size, but best of all time, <laughs> like history of the sport. Subban
1: has been the best. He's better than guys who you didn't use to helmets. Right. Remember way back when you'd see these clips, like that guy doesn't have a helmet. Now,
0: so when Flurry was here, Flurry was good at it too. So it's fine. But like hypothetical, if Malcolm Subban was here as the backup to Robin Leonard, Leonard's legitimately bad. Like Leonard's legitimately bad at the shootout. You can't tell me a reasonable argument as to why you wouldn't put Subban in cold, completely cold. Doesn't play a single minute the entire game. Why you wouldn't put him into the shootout.
1: Over Robin Lunner. Did you just catch yourself? I caught something. Did you catch that? What? A slip there? When Fleury was here. Yeah, he's gone. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't a slip.
0: (laughs) I think it was. I don't know. It was kind of a slip. He's not not playing again for this team. (laughs) Was he going to Chicago then? So here's the the report from the uh, Blackhawks beat writer for the Athletic. They're also open to addressing their goaltending depth according to a league source. The Blackhawks could be in play. For Vegas Golden Knights goalie, Mark Andre Flurry. With Flurry having just one year left on his contract, the Blackhawks could financially afford his seven million dollar cap hit if needed. Stay tuned. Well, what's Subban make? He came million? So probably. now you're, you're now
1: you're only at eight.
0: Yeah, probably he's better than twelve. Yeah, he's not making much at all over there. So the interesting part, because the the whole story isn't that the athlete, that the athletic has on the Blackhawks is not just about the the Blackhawks interest in Marc-Andre Fleury. It's about them trading Duncan Keith yesterday and kind of where they are as a team because they apparently think they can contend next year. They think they can add a few pieces and be a contender in the West next and year. get a goalie. Right, and I think most people look around and say, eh, they weren't very good. I don't know, you seem kind of far away from actually contending. But if they think they can contend, then trading for Marc-Andre Fleury can make sense for them because it gives you a guy who might be one of the top 10 goalies in hockey next season. So that could be an opening for the Golden Knights to trade Marc-Andre Fleury. I am still fascinated when we talk about trading a
1: goalie. What would you get back for Marc-Andre Fleury? Well, this is interesting. And let me ask you this. If he was a 28-year-old Vesna winner, what would you get back compared to he might be 37? And look, if I'm George McPhee, the first thing I say is, "That's fine, he won the Vesna. let's up this. I mean, I would use it. But if I'm the Blackhawks, I'm like, yeah, pump the brakes, he's 37. And plus, right now, Blackhawks uh, officials are in a room, and someone just said, we need the guy from Vegas. They don't know his name, <laughs> but there's someone in the room from the Russian Federation <laughs> saying we need that guy from Vegas. <laughs> it's like, uh, who? Which one? We already had one guy from Vegas. Do we need another guy? I don't know, Tyler. I, I thirty six, thirty seven. I mean, look, I find the Knights. I use the Vezina. I use everything. I use all his stats. He had the best year of his career. But no matter who he's trading to, the the, the 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 word back is going to be like, okay, but yeah. He's 36. And so what's fascinating
0: is last year in the offseason, the conversation was around if the Golden Knights are trading Marc-Andre Fleury, they're gonna to have to give up an asset, like a second round pick and retain some of the salary. And again, he just had his best career season. So I highly doubt Marc-Andre Fleury. If to trade him, they'd have to give up a second round pick and retain salary. But I'm curious, have we has he was he so good that now, okay, trading Marc-Andre Fleury? gets the Golden Knights a second round pick in return rather than sending one with him?
1: Like I'm, I I mean, I have no idea what the actual market would be for Marc Andre Fleury. I mean, if I'm them, look, you want something back, but you have got to move on from one of them. We've talked about it, you know, endlessly about the $12 million. If I'm them, I'm okay with. I'm not saying this publicly. I'm certainly not saying it to the Blackhawks. Take him and take his salary and we're okay. You know, if you get the yeah. seven million off the books, you have to move one of these guys. Sure, I'd ask for a two back. He's the Vesna winner, all that. But if push comes to shove, and they say, no, but we'll pay the seven million, you've now improved your stock from last summer when people are like, "Oh, you're going to pay five of this, and we'll, we'll pay two. So I might ask for picks back because he's the Vesna winner and all that. But if you really need to need him, and bla- let's say the, it's the Blackhawks and they st- stay strong, like, no, we just want him and we'll pay the whole salary. Then I think you got to move him. Yeah, and I would like. I would think that would be
0: smart, too. I mean, you, you probably need to, like, hey, give us a fifth and we'll send That's you fine. back yeah. a sixth or something just to, like, make it a trade and we're not just giving away Marc-Andre Fleury. But, like, that to me, that would be, like, perfectly fine given where they were last off season. I think that would be perfectly fine. Now, it would be a cheap haul for the guy who just won the Vesna, but, again, he's 37. Oh, he's, it was a career again, year. He's, Is he doing, he's probably not having that season right. again, and I think
1: everybody – understands that except, and history says yeah. that i mean he was incredible this year but history is going to say at 37 go back through all of you know whatever goalie at that you know at that stage of his career to think he's going to repeat that I, it, it that would be silly what's also
0: funny so you mentioned if george mcphee's out here trying to trade flurry like you're you're saying hey he won the vesna look how great he was last year to pump him up but at the same time if he's talking to alan walsh about an extension he's saying uh eh, He's thirty-seven. Yeah. He yes. to, uh, the Vesna. Yeah. Like he's got to play. He's got to play both sides of that.
1: I just want because you know McPhee is such a calm guy. Hello, gift dropping off the chair. I just want the secretary to tell him the wrong person on the phone. Like I want to, he thinks he's talking to Walsh, but instead he's talking to to someone on uh, the opposite. And then he makes a deal, and it's not a good deal. And he's like, he's jumping up the chair, and McCrimmon's giving the uh, shake the of the head, head, shake. head the shake of the head, the uh, disapproving <laughs> shake of the head. and We get a new gif about it. Um, no, I mean, if you're the agent, I mean, they, look, we get make fun of Alan Walsh and all that, and the, and the meme and all that. Alan Walsh is doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to go out and say my guy won the Vesna, and he needs an extension, and you need to pay him, and he'll take a reasonable number. Although you and I've said. For Alan Walsh's mind, maybe reasonable is like five instead of seven, where everyone else would be like he's thirty-seven. That needs to be four instead of seven. But he, he's doing what an agent should do. But I, the other thing, the other point that's down here in the rundown, which is interesting, he has the ten. 10 he has the ten team no trade clause. He ha, he would have to agree to a team if it was on the list. Which I'm trying to go through the you know I, look. We don't know him. We don't know him personally. We don't know where he'd want to live and all that. He's got small kids. Who knows? But is Chicago on that list? I feel like. No, like I, feel, I like feel like
0: no. You'd come up with ten teams before
1: Chicago, yes. like when Fleury submits the ten teams he refuses. Now maybe to trade, you to trade, wouldn't if he'll go anywhere in in Canada to be closer to. I don't know. Maybe not Ottawa. I mean, <laughs>
2: I hope Ottawa's I mean, on this list. I hope
1: Ottawa's not on the list. I will not play for Eugene Melnick. But if he take all the other Canadian teams, then maybe Chicago would be on if he just says I'll go to I'll go to Canada.
2: Why wouldn't the Rangers be in- interested? Why, we,
1: why are we bringing up the Rangers?
2: Reunite him with his former, no, with his former coach. Yeah. Where's,
1: where's, I, don't think uh, Chicago's, just, I don't think Chicago's the only one who's going to call on him.
2: Oh, I'm just saying, like, didn't the Rangers for a really long time have a really old goalie that they just got? I mean, just keep it coming.
0: What's the name? I'm forgetting. What's the name of the old goalie coach that got fired or? Not fired, oh, but on. they reassigned him. Wait, minute, wait, wait, they reassigned they, him. They, hey, he to got go sent back to, home.
2: Yeah, he did that over Zoom before it was cool.
0: <sighs> Where's he at now? Because I it, assume he he's still reassigned. Twitter. No, he's he's no longer an employee. He he got. Uh, is he with the team now?
1: Because I got. I got. Well, th- I, it was a shock yesterday. I saw on Twitter that Gallant hired Mike Kelly. I fell off the bed when I saw that. That was a complete surprise. <laughs> um, oh, who was that guy? It was great because he was in. It was in the line uh, getting the. Uh, Getting the cheese for the uh, nachos. It's the only thing I really remember about him. He was stirring that cheese up. You got the in-between period nachos. Um, Dave Pryor. Dave Pryor. Where is wherever Dave Pryor is? That's
0: where Flurry's going because Dave Pryor. Dave Pryor loves Flurry and Subban. So wherever Dave Pryor goes, that's where Flurry's going to end. up. I out. mean,
2: we all love Subban.
0: Well, not everybody in this city loves Subban. Oh no. Well, I
1: mean. <laughs> He's, they've got to update Wikipedia. Don't tell me he's in the The Wikipedia new goaltending t- director and goaltending for the new team in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Pryor's Wikipedia. Come on, figure it out. <laughs> Where Dude, did they send that poor kid?
0: I don't know. Well, he just went home. Like, when they reassigned him, he just went home. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, he's going to be the director of goaltending from his house in Canada. And this
1: was before the pandemic. This is before you sent people home to do everything. I really you. want that job. Yeah. Like, get sent we're going to send you home, and we're just going to still pay you. I mean, he didn't get paid after about four months. His contract was up, and it was done. Then. Dave, never, Dave never played in the NHL. I'm looking. I don't. Yeah, they just sent him home. <laughs> did, did they have him on the same uh, elevator with Brad Hunt? Yes. Like, you guys. Elevator. Now, Brad, you're going to Minnesota. Dave, you just go home. Yeah, same exact elevator.
2: <laughs> did someone get a post-it note? Was that one of our, or was that a joke that we I made? I think that's a joke. Okay. I
0: don't, I remember, sorry, somebody getting a little right. I just post-adult. remember,
2: like, somebody taking the wrong elevator and getting traded.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't get on the wrong elevator or you are gone. All right, coming up next, we'll get into the Home Run Derby because somehow Pete Alonso is unbelievably good at these things.
2: Is he going to hit the scoreboard? He's one away from tying. he just win it? He it. just won it. Pete Alonso, home run
0: derby champ again. And he had 30
1: seconds, 31 seconds left on the clock. That's that was it a pretty spectacular performance, i got to tell you. It's the Press Box with Granny and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 a.m. and 100.9 f.m.
0: So the stat that I loved yesterday uh, from Track was that over the last three seasons, Pete Alonzo has made $2.08 million playing for the New York Mets. In the last two home run derbies, he's made $2 million. Yeah, he gets a million. It's in the uh, deal. gets a million.
1: Good for him. He's a, mo- a man. I don't know if it's a swing. I mean, obviously he has power, but he just appears to be the perfect home run derby well, guy. He just, and he's pumped every time, too. Which is great. Dancing, I, singing. Which I would be too if I was doubling my salary yeah. for one night I mean, of work. That is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he's dancing, he's calling timeout specifically
2: to like pound his chest. Yes. Oh, that was great. He, I mean, it, he's it's not like he's going to win any like baseball games. He might as well be <laughs> like he might as well be happy about being in the home run derby. I
1: thought the uh, man, he hit some bombs. He's he was. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he he's got the perfect swing for it.
0: It's amazing how much better he is than everybody else at this. Yeah, like everybody yeah. else, like would have they'd struggle a little bit. Like Otani couldn't hit the ball more than five feet off the ground for the first ninety
1: seconds Otani, of his round. If it was a, if it was like a like a competition for line drives, he and Joey
0: Gallo <laughs> would have been like
1: right there. But like everybody
0: had like at least like a forty-five second, minute-long stretch where they you know, struggled. They on, yeah,
2: and Pete
0: Alonso just. Yeah, Everything was a bop. Everything was over the fence. Like, it was just a matter of... Even when he mishitted it, it got out. It's just a matter of how many swings did he get. Like, he did... Did he hit one on the ground the entire game? A couple down the the third baseline. A couple down the third
1: baseline. Not many, though. He he hit a couple down the third baseline, but he... uh, He's amazing. Like, And I told you during the break, I just we just saw Otani on the – I love Otani. I mean, this is not against Otani. I love Otani. But we just saw him on the screen, and he was laughing. You know, they they have a cage. You know, they're waiting their time, so they go on the cage and take some swings. He was laughing at something, but behind him was a treadmill. I don't think he's ever been on one
2: because that kid,
1: <laughs> 10 swings into it, was dead, bending over, rushing him Gatorade. I'm like – He's an incredible player, but this is, does this kid ever jog? I mean, he was spent after ten <laughs> he, swings.
2: He stole home, so it's I like don't know maybe, how he got there. <laughs> maybe his whole athleticism is based on being well rested. I mean, it was amazing.
1: He was like bending, he's calling timeout, and like I don't know if Pete Alonzo sweat. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he was, like, fine. He was dancing and singing. I'm like, this guy's fine. And Otati's, like, like, like he ran a marathon or something.
2: The the other great thing about Pete Alonzo was he was the one when everyone actually... That was a wonderful month when we cared about sticky stuff on the ball. And then we no longer apparently do. (laughs) Because there's no more sticky stuff, Jared. uh Uh-huh. They have to take their pants off to come off the mound. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't had that in a while. I need that. I need... I need someone to finally get frustrated. But no, Pete Alonso was the one who was like, "Ah, right, that's all right. I'll still hit it. Yeah, Let him use it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, he's, st- I'll still he's, jack it out of the park. Been
0: great. He's been in the league in the middle of the, hey, everybody's using some sticky stuff, and he's been great. He's like, what's the problem? <laughs> it's, just,
2: it's literally like everyone else is like, it's an unfair advantage. He's like, I don't see a problem. Yeah. Just hit it high and out of the park. Pete Alonso's going to be in the playoffs.
0: Probably is. Probably. That
1: division's probably. a disaster. Yeah, they've Ronald been in Acuna. first place for a long time. By Let's the way, see,
0: Ronald Acuna's hurt, so the Braves are probably not going to yeah. catch them. The Phillies, I think the Phillies ended the first half pretty well, but they're still a ways back and don't have a bullpen. So, like the the Mets might score seven runs the rest of the season and win the division. Like that might happen because they can't hit either but their pitching staff is good enough. They're going to win the
1: division. Man, they've been in... I mean, they're differentials. For a team that can't hit, you're totally right, their differential is 136, which means they're pitching. I mean, they just don't allow anything. Yeah, I mean, their pitching's been it, incredible it's this year. Is
2: it possible for DeGrom to, like, no hit in a loss because there's a runner on second. Yes. Going oh, into yes. Yes. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh yeah. That could happen. That can I happen. cannot yes.
0: wait for it to happen for a pitcher yes, to have a no happen. hitter and the manager let him go into the 10th with yeah. the runner on second and give up yeah. a ground ball to the second baseman, a sack fly. And then mm-hmm. his team doesn't score in the bottom half and he loses. Oh, and he can. It's God, going, be going to be Degrom. God. He'd be the he'd be leader phenomenal. in the clubhouse for that.
2: Oh, it'd be phenomenal
0: sure. if it happened. I can like that'll be so great. Like of all the stupid stuff that happens in extra innings because there's a runner on second, that would be my favorite. Like you have lots of innings where teams will score without getting a hit. We talked to the Astros had a double play on the first pitch because the guy popped up a sack, bunt and the runner got doubled off a second. All the dumb stuff that can happen. I am the best. Would be a no hitter, but a loss because the. Cause he gives up a ground ball and a yeah. sack fly. Oh, it'd be amazing! And hell, it'd be a perfect game. If you don't walk a guy, it's true. You could have so a yeah, perfect game. You don't, game him or you don't walk out. Him, yeah. him. Oh man, I want that to happen so badly. Degrom quit on the spot. Do you know how many people would like be like? People are already mad at Rob Manfred for that rule. If a guy threw a perfect game but got a but loss, lost? oh, uh. the sanctity of the sport. Well, <laughs> oh, people would be furious about it, and it would be incredible. Like that, I want that to happen so badly. Um, did you see yesterday
1: at the All-Star game, the Astros mascot orbit got booed? I did not see that. So they've gone down to the mascot now to boo them. They're they're no longer just booing the players. Yes. They're now booing the mascot. Is
0: getting booed. And there was one video of the mascot, like in the concourse. And he was taking pictures right. with just Kids fans, and stuff. fans, and this guy was like standing off to the side recording it, and was like yelling at him about where's your trash can, Orbit, <laughs> and Orbit pulled out a thing—a silly screen and a silly string—and sprayed the guy in the face. Really? Yeah. Which is the greatest? Like if he's just walking around, anybody who mentions a trash can and just sprayed him in the face, I'm, that's pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. Like his own pepper spray. <laughs> he sprays people in the space. But they're the, ma- the mascot. Oh. The
0: guy. The guy in the costume. It, is he even the same guy in the costume in Houston, or do they just hire
1: somebody that lives I mean, in Denver? That's the thing. This guy might be locally based. <laughs> like, do you want to be the mascot for
2: two days because we we can't he? afford to bring this guy with us? So, do you want to be the mascot for two days? Wait, we talked to we talked to the mascot expert. Like, the mascot is the mascot. Like, yeah, he... for some, not for all okay, of them. Okay, because I I was I thought that's he, like a, that's well, a he was well like kept... the Philly
0: fanatic was like has been like two guys ever, and like they're like one of them like one guy was like till he was seventy and then finally retired. But like. I, that's not all of them, I don't think.
2: I just, I, I mean, like if please, Hey Reb was quote at me oh, as wait, buckets.
0: Hey Reb, sorry, Hey Reb's not here anymore. Um, if let's say Buckets was at like the WNBA Finals and it what the Aces weren't in it, but they were doing some. Hey, the Buckets is here. Are they sending the guy who's buckets to
2: whatever city to be there? I mean, he only like if he's willing to go as far as please quote me as buckets. Yeah, I I, was say. I think that guy. I think that guy. A, should be in the, like, injury news section of the Golden Knights, like, front office, but uh, B, he, yeah, dude, that guy, that guy's great. He's loyal. If they do, then Buckets. Our girl, we have no idea. It's Buckets.
1: Buckets is going to have to say, I had a (laughs) stand-in, close quote, Buckets said. (laughs) Buckets. That wasn't the true Buckets. (laughs) That wasn't the real Buckets. (laughs) Can I quote you? Yes, as Buckets. (sighs) Oh. We'll make sure you know it's the real buckets and yeah. not the fake buckets.
0: I'm just saying, I don't know. Did The the Houston Astros didn't have a single player, like, basically accept the invite to the All-Star game. The mascot went. Did the Astros really sit? Like, the one guy they sent was are, the guy in the mascot Well, costume? I mean,
2: if they already bought the ticket, yeah. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> because what happens is every team, other than Colorado... We'll take their players and whoever's going and they'll charter jet. And, you know, I'm not going to make them go commercial they'll charge jet. Hey, it's all stars and whatever. Get on the jet and we'll take you. Was this guy the only one on the Astros jet? And he walked on wearing his costume. <laughs> I like, think so, And the pilot's like, we're ready to go. And the only guy in there is the mascot. Like, where is everybody? <laughs> no, we're, t- we're taking this guy to uh, Colorado with Colorado. I us?
0: actually love the idea of a chartered jet. And just you with have the mascot. Like, no, no, no. You have like for any of the teams, three or four all stars. And then the mascot walks onto the yes. plane too. Like yes. I'm an all star
1: too, guys. <laughs> Because I do believe, I think this is a situation because they do it in the NHL. I would assume all the mascots go to the All Star game. You know what they want to? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, they do it at the NHL All Star game. We should we should be allowed to vote on All Star mascots.
0: So only like four there (laughs) or something. I mean or I get like you get one from each division so in baseball it'd be 6
2: Ed are you part of the baseball writers uh, association oh, okay cuz i was going to be like somehow who put gritty <laughs> oh gritty well he should be the this runaway just, winner it's literally one guy
0: well, yes not all mascots should be at the all-star game there should be a vote and there there should be all-star mascots so there's like 6 of them there
1: i just wanted to happen and chance not to go to see twitter Oh, can you imagine if he didn't get the vote around here? Oh, the disaster that would be on Twitter. He's probably
0: a top five NHL mascot.
2: Yes. Top five.
0: Yeah. I'm not putting him above gritty. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, No. I'm not doing that. He's not above gritty, but But he's top five.
2: He's probably top five. He needs to attack more children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Coming up next, show's a little out of order today. We'll do the front page.
1: In the morning
2: That's the fourth dimension. I thought the fourth estate was Georgia. With Granny and Bischoff. No, not state, a state. You thought I was saying we're the state of Georgia?
0: Team USA lost to Australia yesterday in basketball. 91 to 83. Patty Mills and Joe Ingalls beat up on the Americans. So that is back to back losses in exhibition games to uh give you the fun stats since i was born the united states was 54 and 2 in exhibition basketball games until this year they're now 0
1: and 2 i'm torn to be to the question should anyone be worried because and i know look this is what they're gonna say these losses. well we just got together well we're working on chemistry not everyone's there um all of that i'm not so sure I will first of all, they haven't. First of all, they've lost two, and it's certainly not the best competition they're going to face when they get to Tokyo. I will give you, well, Nigeria beat Argentina by 23 yesterday. I just, and there's other teams that they have not faced
0: that are going to be really good. So I will, I will give you both sides of the argument because I do not believe there's much reason to be worried about the United States. I do think think they they will be fine. I can see that as well. Uh, number one, they are going to get more players from the finals, right. like Devin right. Booker and Chris Middleton. Right. Granted, they might be a little tired because they're in the NBA finals, but they're going to get more players. And two, they're not really running anything on offense. Like, if they could just run, like, you know, a ball screen every yeah. now and then, that might be a little bit helpful. So I assume that'll change a little bit as they continue to play, and these are just exhibitions. So no, you're right. I'm not actually that worried about them winning the gold medal but the other side of this if we as a country took our international basketball team seriously if we treated it how countries treat their international soccer teams greg popovich would be fired today he would no longer be the coach of this team they'd sack him because the united states is the overwhelming favorite in any basketball game they ever play and they have
1: lost back-to-back games Back to back, we he would be fired. For well that he'd definitely be if fired. If we took it seriously. He'd definitely be fired, like you said, in soccer, if they lost to in soccer two teams that like were 32 and 18 point Right. Dogs. I mean, right. I think Nigeria was thirty-two. I think uh Argent no Australia opened at uh plus seventeen and a half. Yeah. He would be fired for that. And here's the other thing and that annoyed
0: me about Popovich yesterday, uh Joe Varden from mm-hmm. the Athletic in a mm-hmm. press conference. Asked damian lillard a question about like you know used to be the united states the margin of victory in these games would be extremely high now you guys are losing the games damian lillard answered it and then popovich jumped in and said i want to answer that question too and started to go on about like the margin of victory uh, you can't expect to blow all these teams out and the reporter kept trying to cut him off and say Your average margin of victory against all of these teams is over 20. Right. Like, every game this team plays, they win by 20. There's, like, when they go to the Olympics, there's usually, like, one or two games where they win by seven. Yeah. But every other game, they win by 20. And Popovich was out here trying to, like, lie to everybody and be like, well, we don't always blow these teams out. And it's like, you beat Nigeria by 80, 12 years ago. Is that not a blowout?
1: I was, uh... I think I've told you I was in when I was in London. They played Spain and Gasol in the final, and it was kind of competitive for a while. And that was like Paul, Paul Gasol. I mean, Spain was good; yeah. they had a really good team. They still won, I think, comfortably. I can't remember yeah. the final score, but it's not like you're like, oh, they're going to lose this game. They, if you go back to their Olympic results, there's usually a game or two where they usually win by near the final. Because you will get a good team?
0: But uh, every other game they play, they blow them out, and they and they do it in exhibitions too. Like that, the United States crushes everyone at this sport
1: this is how much has changed no longer are the opposing teams lining up after the game to get the usa's autographs (laughs) that's when you knew this is kind of blow up
0: the nigeria account is making fun of the united states on twitter (laughs) who's ever running that account keeps mocking us as a country they they tweeted like "Welcome to the club, Australia!" yesterday, and the Roy Williams gif of him dancing into the locker room. That is beautiful. We're getting made fun of by, by Nigeria. Nigeria's Twitter accounts. That's beautiful. What are we? And Popovich is like, "Well, we don't always blow them out." Yes, yes you, you do. do. Yeah, like imagine, imagine take the international part of it out. Uh, Last night, a basketball team led by Patty Mills and Joe Ingles, a basketball team led by Kevin Kevin Durant Durant. and Damian Lillard, Lillard. if Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard and like Jason Tatum's on this team and Draymond Green, Mm -hmm. if that was an NBA team, we'd be talking about how unfair it was. If they lost a single game in a playoff series
1: to Patty Mills and Joe Ingles, we'd clown them forever. And I don't like, I'm, sir, I'm sorry, I mean, they can do what they want, but this reminds me of a time, I forget, the. I think Grant Hill was on the team. It was an international game, and they lost, and a buddy of mine was in the room. Is It was an uh, Olympic qualifier, might have been at the Worlds, and the question was to Grant Hill, are you embarrassed? And Krzyzewski grabs the microphone and dresses down the reporter, and the guy's like, you never lose, and I forget who they lost to, but you know Popovich a little like Shostak in that way. I'm gonna an answer. It's like no. First of all, Damian Lillard can take care of himself. Yeah. By the way, he can answer his question. But I love when they jump in like that and try to explain it away. And and Grant Hill at the time was gonna answer the question. He's about to answer whether he, I don't know what he's gonna say. But I love when coaches at that level, especially guys who've been told, and you know they're great coaches, that they feel they need to explain this. It's like no, let these guys explain it. Like it'd be one thing if the United States last night beat
0: Australia by two points. And somebody said, Ugh, you barely beat them by two. And right. Popovich said, Ugh, hold on. We won the game. Relax. Right. You've lost two games in a row to Nigeria and Australia. Like, what the hell are you doing? This isn't you squeaked out some close wins and we're kind of worried because, uh-oh, you normally beat them by 20 and you beat them by two. No, you normally beat them by 20 and you lost both of them.
1: Excited to be there today. I'm going to go right up the uh, oh. Argentina game at 3 p.m. Tip, tip off at 3 p.m. Um Mark Stein, who covers the NBA, tweeted, I think he was joking a little bit, but there
0: might have been a tad bit of seriousness. Must win exhibition game against Argentina today.
1: Did, uh oh, Stein said Mark that. Mark Stein tweeted, I That's think he was joking cheek. a That's little bit. Chi- yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, because he's covered it for Song. He's going to be on the side that I think both of us are. I mean, yes, they should still arrive in Tokyo the favorites They'll have played more together at that point. Everyone will be there. Um, so I think that's tongue-in-cheek. I don't think he in any way thinks this is a must-win. Imagine if they lose again. At <laughs> what point do, they like get, if, do the players start questioning? Right now, they just lost to Patty uh, Mills and Joe Ingle. I mean, hey, you think Kevin, Durant's, Kevin Durant's like, uh, we, we can't win. I mean, not we can't, but it's going to be hard. I don't know. I don't know. They've got such egos at that level. Those guys are so – got such huge egos at that level. Is- they,
2: Is this worse than the time that they lost in, I want to say, the semis to the former Yugoslavian group led by a Vladi Divac that was like, hey, I'm taking this serious. I've quit smoking for the week. I was in at the worlds in Indy a
1: long time ago when Larry Brown's coach when they lost to um, Monte Ginobili in and uh, and they were that was like it was, was like that 02 because it was it, they lost to Monte Ginobili, and Monte Ginobili was like just coming on it was like who's this guy and all you heard about was Monte Ginobili, how great this guy was Argentina and he came out there and lost and it was like it was in Indianapolis it was a morgue afterwards it was like what just happened that they lost to these dudes and of course Monte Ginobili became great but yeah that was like the looks on their faces were just like as ghosts, like stunned that it happened. And now it, now it seems to happen a little more. They didn't lose to Manu Jadolvi. No, they they didn't. Patty Patty Mills.
2: Next question.
0: The Washington football team will have a new nickname in place for the 2022 season. They are going to be the Washington football team for this year, but they plan to have a new one in place for the following season. Are you going to be sad to see Washington football team go?
1: Uh, well, I'm a, You're in the Cowboys division I don't care what you call them, just beat them But it has a little bit Maybe of a the charm The Scorpions, the Wildcats, the Tigers I don't care uh, what they It are. has
0: a little bit of a charm, doesn't it? The Washington well, it football shows team?
1: you want them to keep it because the story behind it is such buffoonery that you want to keep telling the story. If they just become like the Washington Wildcats two, three years down the road, some kid's not going to realize it. He'll just think they're the Wildcats. This way, with the Washington football team, he's going to like, that's a weird story. Well, let me tell you about that story. <laughs> and then it becomes a great story. So, so this way, it's going to be forgotten.
2: The owner got found out that yes. he was <laughs> taking pictures of the cheerleaders <laughs> and kind of pimping them out to season ticket holders. And while that was going on, in order to like... To a okie-doke, he was like, we're changing the name. Well, and then what happened,
1: and then the kid, what happened, Dad? Well, he let the, uh, wife, his wife take over. So that was, there was no nepotism there. She's now in charge. Why has it taking them so long? I don't know. I mean, you know, hire the, I mean, you know, you got to come up with a better result, but hire the firm in Colorado. Yeah, it did. About 50 grand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Snyder can afford 50 grand for that person to, like, drop a logo and a nickname. I mean, like. They played as the Washington football team because they made the decision
0: like a month before last season. Right?
1: Yeah, they something. could. Well, imaging and all that stuff. That that made sense. So right. like, you're not going to make that decision but that we're,
0: fast. We're coming up on 12 months later, and they're yeah. saying, "Ah, oh, we'll be ready in another 12 months." I figured that would have been like, "Hey, well, high priority." Let's not be the Washington football not, team, anymore. and
1: not for the reason anyone wanted. But they've had some downtime. I mean, they've you know everyone <laughs> hey, in the country had hey, some time to think about. They've things, been like,
2: in court. <laughs>
0: I don't care about your next question. The Astros drafted Tyler Whitaker out of Bishop Gorman in the third round, the 87th overall pick. Uh, I do know he was hoping to get drafted at the end of the first round. Uh, I don't remember who, but somebody for your paper, the review Journal, wrote a story about him hoping to get drafted in the, the first round. So what a steal by the Astros. What's he play? Do you know? Uh, about seventeen different positions oh. from everything I've read. Because, Your team just drafted the Joker. Well, yeah, because all right, the Astros beat writers were very confused because about what he played. Apparently, he he started at shortstop, he moved to third base, but Pitches then started a playing. Well, no, but then started playing corner outfield. And one of the beat writers said the Astros project him as a future and as a corner outfielder. But then people were like, no, he's a center fielder. And yeah, it was like I don't know what position he plays. So. Okay. All of them,
1: I don't. You just, you just drafted Chris Taylor. Hey, if it works out <laughs> that way, he's an All Star. So. Yeah, so we'll see. But oh, so, well. hey,
2: we got Jr. We got Jr. JR Starkus yeah. confirms.
1: Great kid.
2: Jr. Starkus, hold
1: on, hold on. Great kid. Have uh, we got a tweet yet from him? <laughs> oh my god, you guys were you guys were I no, you're serious. yeah he you just tweeted. Us a Great kid. Yes. So think, we need
0: the J.R. Starkis scaffolding scouting report yes, on Tyler Whitaker. Exactly.
2: Oh, yes. Am I gonna have to make new imaging? Just, yes.
0: Just J.R. Right. Starkist right. breaks Great down kid. high school baseball players. The
2: Starkist scaffolding scouting report. Yes. Our our voice guys are gonna hate. Me. I don't
0: think he's gonna be able to say that. We're gonna he's gonna really struggle with that. But yeah, so uh, that is uh the I think that was the highest drafted local kid uh was Tyler Whitaker, because nobody from UNLV went that early and I don't think there were any high school kids. Went that early, but third round is where he went.
1: Happy to move on to the the next question here, Aaron.
0: You know what, Jared? Actually, do we have the audio of Bill Lambier?
2: Um, yes, give me two seconds, Phil. Okay, because so the Aces played Phil for two seconds. The Aces
0: (laughs) played their last (laughs) game on Sunday. Uh, before their, like, month-long All-Star break. God's a long break. It is. My goodness. All-Star, more like Olympic break, I should say. But Bill Lambeer was asked, what are his plans during this month off?
1: (laughs) I'm going to do as little as possible.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go to my farm in Michigan and get on my tractor and plant some stuff and build a couple deer blinds, and I'm going to go to Florida and get on my boat and go fishing. (laughs) So... Uh, It's been a long slog for me too, so I'm going to take a lot of time to relax.
1: He's going to watch some tape. His
0: definite (laughs) well, he said he's going to do as little as possible, and then he said he's going to go to a farm and get on a tractor and go hunting and get on his boat. That is that his definition of nothing is very different than my definition of nothing. Yes, I think that's
2: that's got to be a generation thing. What he said he was he was
0: going to build something. He's going to go get on his tractor on his farm. Plant some things. Plant use it some build things, some things. And he's going to get what he's saying is deer blind and go hunting. And then he's going to get on his boat in Florida. And fish. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I guess fishing you could look at as saying that's kind of doing nothing. Yeah. But
2: the that's rest of the life, of that- man. The, that's not nothing. No, that's that, that that reminds me of my dad every Sunday being like, Yeah, it's our day off. Alright, so what we're doing is we're <laughs> building <laughs> uh, like a house uh, an outdoor <laughs> shed with uh I haven't picked up any of the supplies from Lowe's. Get in the back of the car. No, I
0: woke up every Saturday or Sunday, my mom's gone to Home Depot or something, and I've got a post it note of all the stuff I gotta get done before she gets back, so that then we can do whatever the hell she's coming back <laughs> yeah, to Home Depot yeah. with.
2: It's genuinely like It's supposed to be a day off. Right? Ridiculous.
0: That's a great, great question. Pierre Maguire was hired by the Ottawa Senators to be the Senior VP of Player Development.
1: I know it just got trashed on Twitter, but at the end of the day, Mr. Eugene Melnick, that that, nut job uh, out in, where is it? Barbados. I mean anything this anything this organization does, I just kinda shrug my shoulders and move on. I, I don't I love that it was
0: the senators that hired him. Yes, and I not mean, because, like a legitimate well, NHL. Would anyone team. else do this? I
1: love it so much. Would anyone else do this?
0: Uh, eh. he his name got brought up a lot anytime there was like some front office position that was open.
1: It was it's it was I, strange how often his name well, gets brought up. I don't think look, I, I I'm not gonna say one way or the other if it's gonna work. I have no idea, but Again, he obviously knows the game. He knows teams, players. Who said who I think the guy here's the thing. It's like the Becky Hammond situation. I'm fine with him getting a job, but you almost wish the guy would get a job with a legitimate team to see because you have now gone into a complete disarray of dysfunction. And I don't know if you can succeed. He could be the best vice president of of operations there is, but you're working for Eugene Melnick and you're working for the senators.
2: Okay. See, my next question. But my question to you two is what 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 job do you guys think you could get like to go from to broadcaster to this or to like the head of scouting for a major league baseball team or something like that? Head coach of the Raiders. Coming
0: up next, (laughs) man, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they love the Stanley Cup.
1: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios, this is The Press Box with Grady and Bischoff.
0: Oh, and... Uh, Andrew on Twitter tweeting she at seems us. Seems like a nice kid. A picture of the horses he oh, bred. The no. fake
1: horses on Zed. Oh, the, I love this. We got... Let's, so on the left, you probably got Thin Mint because it's green. <laughs> <laughs> and on the right... um, What's that one that my, my wife loves, my daughter loves? Uh the oh red velvet, the cake. Mm-hmm. So you got Thin Mint on the left and you got Red Velvet on the right. Now now that I know these weird horse names.
0: Uh he has not named them. Um, I will tell you the green one, the color of the green uh, one. Let me hear the colors. Is Sir A- Dippy? Is Sir Aquamarine. <laughs> okay. And the color of the red velvetish one is Mystic Maroon. What's
1: better? Fake horse nicknames or UNLV basketball player nicknames? Oh. Fake horse nicknames. I agree. Much, better. I, horse, few, much better. I liked a few, I liked a few of the basketball ones we saw, but not
0: all. Yeah, so I so I found uh Andrew's stable here. Oh, you got um, you gonna make a deal with him? I don't know. We gotta we gotta see if any of these horses are any good. <laughs> he does have a horse named Usain Borse.
1: That's, that's 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 mm. better than fake
0: horse. Yeah. The rest of his <laughs> horses are named Santa. He he did not name the rest of these. Santa is real, floral fever, crew goo goo, and rack city B. Hold on. Did you say Woogoo
1: or Crow Goo Goo? Goo Goo. You didn't say Woo Goo? Uh, nice. That just that's just on Twitter somewhere. Yeah. Woogoo, yeah. Woo goo. But yeah, no, Andrew. Zed. How he's do you got know first of oh, all, hold on a second. Is this like inside info and fake horse weirdness? How do you know he didn't name them? Because they are Genesis horses, which are the horses the creators
0: gave. Oh, dude, this and is the just getting so them.
1: weird. As the, the days, pass. creators, creators.
0: You, you can't, you can't name Did a you Genesis join
1: horse. a cult. Who says? Yes. Who says you can't name
0: them? The, the Genesis horses come with names. You can't change his name. No, you can't change a horse's name. What are you talking about? Are you gonna cha- how are you okay. going to change the Who, horses' Where name? is the guy okay. in the
1: basement who's Mr. Genesis ch- naming all these weird Listen, horses? Listen, he's not in the basement just, yeah, anymore. Out he out is loaded. Atari.
2: <laughs> he's loaded. <laughs> S- Cynthia Freeland yesterday uh, blew my mind with the fact that, A, Atari is still in business, and B, because <laughs> yes, exactly. I think they've gone bankrupt like six times. <laughs> well, but they're bouncing a, back with a, the horses. And B, they're designing horses and apparently are some sort of creator myth are the, you the horse community
1: did you follow up with her about the convention in town <laughs> yeah she said she was
0: going to give me more info and then hadn't told me anything else so we'll see gotta stay on it man, man. just see
2: one of the few people that's willing to come on our show and talk to analytics you just gotta keep the her about your own personal about the fake horses. how many of your
1: horses are genesis horses with their own names oh uh, don't you have a stable of 27 now uh yeah, let me. I
0: gotta pull up the spreadsheet to tell you the exact number. I believe we have thirteen Genesis horses. Where you didn't get to name them? Yeah. Uh yes, we have thirteen Genesis horses. Wow. Yeah. No, it's pretty exciting. This we sold. We sold three weird. horses yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah. They were. They were bad horses. So we sold three for about a combined oh, six hundred dollars. Horses. But, a combined six hundred? Yeah. They weren't very good, but we still got six hundred dollars for three horses that were kind of useless. Then how much did you pay for them? What kind of uh, margin were you? At? Well, we bred all three of them. Uh, they cost roughly sixty bucks each to breed. So, so you're making money on this thing? Oh yeah, yeah. We're up to we're up fifteen hundred. Who's
2: buying them? them? If they if yeah, if they're really bad, bad horses. Who wants can them? Can someone else well, fix
0: them? We literally one of the horses we sold <laughs> yesterday was the cheapest horse available to be sold yesterday. Like we literally uh, you're stable or anywhere? anyone's. We listed the horse as .001 Ethereum less than the cheapest horse that was for sale. And it sold. So we were happy because we have no use for him because he was useless.
2: <laughs> he, oh my God. he prices right in. He said $1, Bob. Yeah,
0: it was great. It was phenomenal. Ugh. Thanks, Andrew.